Quadcast. I'm Grant Bruner, and with me today, I have Rami Nahapetian. How are you, Rami? I'm good. How are you? I'm quite well. As we're recording, it is uh, about 3 o'clock here on the East Coast, and uh, about 12 o'clock there on the West Coast. Uh, are you uh, up and re- ready to go? Of course. <laughs> it's midday. I'm, I'm ready to roll. Absolutely. So, today what we want to talk about is... Uh, your favorites and um, some things that you would uh, change if you had the option to in the Mass Effect universe. So uh, we'll be talking about your favorite missions, your favorite characters, your favorite uh, multiplayer classes, that kind of stuff. Um, So let's start off uh, in Mass Effect 1. What would you say your favorite mission is? Uh, Novaria. It's just like because I really, really liked Liara from the beginning. Like, the Asarius are really cool. But just that moment when, like, you find Matriarch Benezia right at the end with the Rachnite Queen. And I, I, I don't remember if you had to have Liara in your team or not, but I took her with me. And just that moment when she's, it, when it's, like, Matriarch Benezia's, like, final moments and Liara's there and, and you can console her. And leading up to it was really cool. And then the Rachni Queen, like, making the decision whether or not to, like, kill her or let her go. That was, like, I have to say my absolute favorite moment of Mass Effect 1. Right. Now, it is it is particularly interesting if you, like, if you, if you go to Novaria first or second and you leave, and you leave, um, uh, Therum, if you leave, uh, um, uh, uh, Liara's, uh, dig site. Um, if you leave that to the last uh, uh-huh. of, of the first three main missions, um, you basically you save her. You, you you end up going and you're and she by that time she's essentially crazy um, because because you left her there for so long, <laughs> locked in. And it's also like, hey, I know we were gonna go get you, but I and now you basically don't have anything to offer us. And also, by the way, I killed your mom. <laughs> <laughs> I've always I haven't chosen that route yet. I've always been too like afraid. I'm like I can't leave her behind. I need her. So uh, that's really funny. She legitly goes crazy. She's like, what? I mean, Why'd you leave me? She basically thinks that you're 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 in a you're a delusion when when she sees you come in. Um, <laughs> she she assumes that she is is in, envisioning it. Uh, oh. It's not real. Yeah, it's quite quite amusing. Quite amusing. Um, I have to do that soon. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, would you would you say that Novaria is stands well above the other missions in, in the first Mass Effect, or you think it's a it's a close? You know, like you know, no, you enjoyed the other ones. I, I I joined Ilos too, and I took Liara with me to that one too. I think I took Liara and Tally my first run through. And it was just the the mass amount of like information you got in Ilos was a par. I mean, Novaria was emotional high, and uh, Ilos was just like story and content and overall effectiveness. A lot of lore. Yeah, and the Protheans looked really, really creepy with their statues. That was with their eyeballs and the tubes giant giant head yeah um what would you say uh now now all this includes the 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 dlc missions for for mass effect 1 2 and 3 mass effect 2 what would you say your favorite your favorite mission is Hmm. including dlc including dlc it's a tie between shadow broker and miranda's a loyalty mission yeah so what do you what do you like what particularly do you like about Miranda's loyalty mission? Just the fact that you actually get to see some of her, like, emotions because, you know, she's caring so much for her sister, and then, like, even though it's, like, a touchy thing, like, you kidnapped your sister and then, like, you're moving her, and then now your dad wants to get her back, and then you don't know so much but you go on faith, and then, like, it pays off in the end, and that's really, that just, I don't know, everybody calls... Everybody that I know calls Miranda bitch tits Lawson, but I actually and I liked Miranda, mm-hmm. and I knew she wouldn't be a jackass in the end. Yeah, I mean Miranda uh, um, is is certainly um, a, a flawed character, which is uh-huh. nice. um, I I think that 
she has a, a, a very strong um, loyalty mission, and and obviously you you, uh, you get to know a lot more about her background. Um, but I'm curious, uh, would you now? Do you like it because it it is the gameplay, or you like it strictly because of the story and and understanding more about Miranda? Well, let's see. I like the story a lot compared to the other ones. I mean. Um, it was okay, like the other ones were okay compared to it, but the the gameplay, it was alright because you had to use a lot of like um, coverage and you, you had to know where you were going and the whole warehouse scene was fun. But if I had to go on gameplay, it'd have to be Jax because Jax's mission, the Jax's uh, pickup mission where you, you find Subject Zero, I mean, you get kidnapped, kind of, right. by this dude who <laughs> wants to sell you, and it's like... <laughs> I, I liked her mission in terms of gameplay much more than Miranda's, but overall, Miranda's was better. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so, um, I, I think I think pretty much uh, everyone who's played Lair of the Shadow Broker uh, agrees that it is if not the best DLC, you know, ever ever released in this generation of games, then it is it is at least one of the best um, yeah. DLCs ever released. Um, uh, Story based DLCs. It is it is in depth. It is interesting. You try new gameplay methods. What is it about Lair of the Shadow Broker that you enjoy the most? Just getting to see Liara again because I was absolutely devastated when she wasn't like a main part of Mass Effect 2. I understood where they wanted to go with the story, you know, like you're, you're part of Cerberus, you're trying to figure out all this stuff, getting the council to recognize the Reaper threat. And then like you go to you go to Ilium and you find Liara and it's like, yes! And then you find out it's just a little tiny baby mission and you're like, oh. And then when Shadowbroker came out and I was like, yeah, I get to go play with her again. And then... The when you get, to, I took Samara with me, and that was really fun because I have two Asari's bickering at me both, both like through both ears, <laughs> telling me to do stuff. And then I enjoyed Shadow Broker because it showed you how much Liara developed as an individual. Two years that you were like dead. Yeah. It was, um, she grew with her responsibility and her independence she wasn't timid anymore and the lengths that she goes to just to like get the jackass that tried blowing her up um it was in that moment i really enjoyed it when she like doesn't even check on you she just keeps running after the the, the n7 agent yes yeah, i mean sorry hey, you're shepherd you're shepherd yeah. you, you can handle it yourself she and then the moment when they're in the car there's just a dialogue between oh, yeah. them. The banter is absolutely glorious in in that in that DLC. Mm-hmm. Um, it's when, it's in, hilarious. Yes, in the car is great, and then also when you're waiting to get into um, the, the locked door on the on the Shadow Broker ship. Yeah, the what is it? You when Liara says, "This is all they have. Why they should do this?" Blah blah blah. Why are you giving them ideas? And then they show up, and it's just like, thanks, Liara. <laughs> also, I love, I love that they're self-referential, and they talk about um, basically saying, uh, "Oh, remember the good old days when you could just slap Omni Gel on doors and unlock them." Uh, it, it's, <laughs> it's it's clever, it's witty, it, you know, it's nice. Um, yeah, it's there's not much at all that I would change about Lair of the Shadow Broker. It is an yeah. absolutely fantastic DLC. Definitely, and I and I definitely hope to see um, more content um, of that of that quality for Mass Effect Three. And and I know that you haven't you haven't gotten a chance to, to play um, Leviathan Sadly. yet. Yeah. Um, but so we're not gonna we're not gonna be talking about that too much. However, I have played, and I won't I won't spoil anything. But I will say that the amount of content is very very good. Absolutely mm-hmm. worth ten dollars. Um, and I I, I think that um, the, the new places that they go and the new gameplay. That they offer is um, in a similar in a similar style to Lair of the Shadow Broker. Now, I, I definitely enjoy Lair of the Shadow Broker more, but it, they are um, equally ambitious with Leviathan as they were with Lair of the Shadow Broker. Okay, and with Leviathan, um, would you recommend like playing like a whole straight new run through so you can get to it 
in the middle of everything no, 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 instead of you you can just jump back in from your say from your uh you know where they kick you back after the end after the end game yeah you can just go right into it um it is also worth noting that um just like every other mission um you know because there, there are ma- there are many different places you have to go in leviathan like there, there's you know sub basically submissions within within the overall plot um and after every submission there is um crew dialogue that you can experience just like um just like every other mission in the game so you, you come back you can talk to all the people you can get new dialogue all that good stuff um, so yeah, there's, there's plenty of new dialogue, you know, there, there's lots of really interesting stuff. There's new gameplay. Um, again, I, 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 I'd love to talk about it, but I, I, I absolutely won't spoil it for you. And, um, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. They've, they've tried new things. Not, not all of it is, is a hundred percent successful, but they, they're at least trying really cool new things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think it was a lot of fun and absolutely worth $10. And I think it's important um, to let everyone know that the only way that we're, that we can, you know, sincerely expect um, substantial more DLC uh, is for, if we buy, we did if, if we buy a DLC. Absolutely. The only way that they're going to make it is if they can actually make money from it. Um, mm-hmm. So it's important that if you like mass effect and you want more DLC, to buy the DLC uh, whenever you can. That's um, it's it's a uh, important it's important to note. Um, mm-hmm. So let's talk about your favorite your favorite mission from from Mass Effect Three. Whew. Uh, and you can probably track a trend with my favorites. It was Mars, mm-hmm. the first like first mission, because if you remember in Mass Effect, the original Mass Effect One, we find Liara. She's helpless. She's stuck. Mm-hmm. Then in Mass Effect Two, you're you're like she's stuck again because she's trying to find this information and she kind of almost gets killed, and then we see like her developing there. But then in Mass Effect Three, and the Mars mission, she's beating the crap out of people and using her biotics like it's nothing, and she's taking control like she's protecting herself and her like the the Prothean devices and things like that. It's it's just a big slap like I don't need your help anymore. And then I had Ashley with me, and Ashley said this comment about, like, is is that Liara? Like, it was it was funny because she's doing this stuff, and she doesn't need your help anymore. You just kind of came, and you're a side help. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's and that's that is a very interesting part. And what's nice about what they did by having Liara kind of step back in Mass Effect Two and not join back up with Shepard immediately is that it allowed her to become this really independent, really strong character. And uh, I've talked about this many times on the, on the podcast, but I'm going to talk about it again because uh, obviously you're such a, you're such a strong Asari fan that um, I, I have, I have read uh, uh, interpretations of, of Mass Effect three that I agree with wholeheartedly. And I'd like to get your, your thoughts on it that of all these of the crew, uh, in Mass Effect Three, that Liara is closest to Shepard's equal than anyone else. Yeah, because as much as um, we have like uh, other the other players in terms of like say James Vega, he's the brute strength of um, Shepard. If you, I was a soldier, so he was basically the same thing as me. But if any time you play any any class. As Shepard, you can always have Liara as a as a teammate because she just well round she she rounds Shepard so well and with her with her strengths and biotics. I was I was a soldier. I didn't have biotics, so I always had her on my team because she is a pure biotic. So, um, just just having her there, any player can just easily understand that having Liara there is important even for her dialogue because in a sense because she is a sorry her her background race like they know everything they know what you need to know and she she can help you out most of the times other players not so much like Tally yeah she helps you out with the geth and then um why am I blanking on oh Garrus Grunt with, with, Grunt with the Krogan and 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 so on and so forth. Um, yeah. But what more importantly, I think that 
with her as the shadow broker, she is really the one driving the plot. I mean, you can make you can make an argument that um, between uh, Liara, Trainer, and and Hackett, they're the ones who drive the plot forward. And like, basically, all Shepard is doing is executing on the plans that they've created. Yeah, that is true because. Uh, in Mass Effect 3, if you if you had the Shadow Broker DLC, she constantly gives you these missions. She constantly gives you these little side notes, and there's emails from her and things like that. And then, even in Mass Effect 2, she had like you you got a DLC, and then you got a few side missions in Ilium itself. And she she pushed forward, and she was integrated with the Elusive Man and with Miranda and things like that. So uh, I definitely agree that she is one of the people who pushes the plot forward right. absolutely so let's talk about your favorite characters um now let's I, i'd like to kind of break this down into two different sections because uh in in mass effect when everything's so story driven um it's it's easy to become attached to the people strictly for their story but i think it's also interesting to know for gameplay purposes, uh, what characters you, in your squad you prefer, and then in 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 terms of story, which ones you prefer. So let's go, let's start with gameplay. Um, who are the people that you're bringing with you on pretty much every mission in the first Mass Effect? Tally and Liara, or Liara and Garrus, because uh, it, depending on what I was, my first run through of Mass Effect, I was an infiltrator, so. I had Liara with me just for biotic backup, and I had Rex. But then when I switched over, I was just generally always Tally and Liara, or sometimes Garrus for because I needed his sniping abilities or something. Right. And, and it's all, and back in Mass Effect One, they're still using they're still basically you have to have an engineer or or, or at least an engineering class um, to uh, unlock certain uh, certain like uh, doors and certain and certain chests. Yeah. Which is that got so annoying so many times. Whenever I knew I was just gonna be like surveying a planet, I always took Callie because I totally upped her, like just the decryption and just electronics and stuff. Electronics and decryption, yeah. That was just, I, I could every time I get somewhere, and I'd be like, "Damn it, I don't have enough." Mm-hmm. So I'd go and I'd do a mission, level her up, and then like put all of it in electronics or. And then I just go back to that one spot so I could get the item, and then it always turned out to be some stupid thing that I already had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or hey, here's some here's some uh, sorry matriarch writings. Yeah, I know. Or you oh, look at this Solarian thing. Oh, oh look at this Turian thing. Yeah. Okay. Damn. I, I already finished that. <laughs> I have never. I have never once. Uh, finished all of in Mass Effect One, uh, all of the all of the minerals and all of the Asari, Turian, and and Solarian uh, uh, collectors things. That's uh, just so not worth it to me to go I through did. all that stuff. <laughs> My first run through, it took forever. But then I realized there was that the achievement for the entire codex, and I just literally like flipped my table. I was like, I didn't get everything. <laughs> I went to every stupid single little spot. I took four hours like just finding planets. Damn it. Yeah. But yeah, no. I did that part, and I guess I missed a few things on missions. That's why I didn't get the full codex. That's so. Um, yeah, so yeah, absolutely that I, I think they're great. Now, what about story wise? What would you say your favorite your favorite <laughs> characters story wise would be? Garrus and Liara, because Garrus is this hot shot, hot head, like straight out of C-Sec, wants to do everything. And you can totally meld him like little Play-Doh to whatever you want. So that's why I like Garrus. And I didn't like Ashley's commentary because she always started spouting poems. And I was like, just shut up. Well, also the whole racism thing. It's not. It's not. Nice. Yeah, and she picks on Liara, which that is a complete no-no. Just a no. But for uh, like, if I was on the ship, I actually enjoyed the interaction between all of them because it's kind of like a family relationship. Sisters bothering the sisters, and like the brothers are just sitting there, and the sisters tell them what to do. Like the girls, it, every time, like I remember initiating some kind of conversation or there was conversation between two of them or about another person it was always like pokey fun like the part where ashley's like do you want me to ask her about her sex life be interesting huh (laughs) this is 
this is funny and weird. And then Rex is just the the silent middle child doesn't Shepherd. want to do anything. Shepherd, Rex, Shepherd, just back and forth banter. And Caden's like the little baby boy who's get my headache. Uh, Caden. I mean, whoo! I, I I would lo- I would love to see the statistics on how many people save how many people save Caden. Yeah, uh, because I I can't I can't that guy he's so boring. <laughs> he's so incredibly boring that I cannot deal with that. But um, then he becomes so more interesting in the later games. That's why I'm like, oh, uh, I he becomes less boring. I'll give you that. Yeah, he's less boring. And I, would, not... I wouldn't call him interesting, considering <laughs> that we're we're uh, you know bathed in interesting characters. Um, yeah, he's he... the least interesting. Yeah. Who? Well, I would argue that in Mass Effect Three, perhaps James. Uh, yeah, is, is the least interesting. <laughs> um, he's like the human version of Grunt, except less funny. Less interesting, less clever, less all things. Uh, yeah. Also, the calling you nicknames is so. Acceptable. I want to slap him. I am not your Lola. What does oh. he call? What does he call the boys? Loco. Loco. That's even worse. Loco. Yeah. What? It's hard. Ah. Hard. 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 Ah. Okay. I can't, I can't stand it. It's awful. <laughs> yeah. That's um. Yeah. Terrible. Bad. 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 Um. So let's talk about your favorite. Your favorite. Um. Uh, gameplay based character. Uh. Characters in uh, Mass Effect Two. Who do you bring with you most of the time? It was, before I got Samara, it was Miranda and, who was it? I remember the, pe- the first people you get is Miranda and Jacob. Yeah. So I, I liked using Miranda. I hated using Jacob. Yeah, Miranda so, is super useful in, in uh, because, because she, she's a sentinel, um, you get a lot of really useful stuff. Yeah. And I played soldier class, so I needed as much help as I could get. And I remember I got... Garrus next, so it was always Miranda and Garrus, and they always had funny combinations. But I needed Garrus's abilities with a sniper rifle because if I was running, around, I, I ran around with an assault rifle almost all the time, and sometimes pulled out my sniper rifle. But that was, that was it. So okay, so so mainly Miranda and Garrus, and then and then eventually you kick it in Samara, Samara and Tally. Yeah, yeah, tally, tally is uh, quite useful, especially in the in the Geth area. You have to, you have to bring, yeah. you have to bring her. Um, so let's talk about your favorite story-based character then. Hmm, that's hard. I, I like Miranda's, but um, I really enjoyed Samara's story because the the whole Justicar thing was really cool. Oh yeah, really and, interesting. And Grunt, little little Mister Grunt, being the like everybody's picking on him. And then he becomes like he kills, you know, Thresher Ma with me. What up? Um, and we get all these like, whoa, we want to breed with, we want to breed with Grunt. And hey, Shepard, you got one too. <laughs> <laughs> just, yes. just putting it out there, Shepard. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> also, I love, I love um, Grunt's mission. Uh, his his loyalty mission. Oh, uh, yeah. To Tashanka. It is fantastic. It's so much fun, especially headbutting Krogan's. Oh yeah, I just I was like I constantly just wanted to press press like the renegade option. I just I just wanted to do it, but then I had like the whole Paragon thing going, so I did Paragade like in a few com- like confrontations. Oh yeah, I did absolutely. headbutt him definitely. I just had to, and Grunt's like yeah. Ha, ha, ha. Also, I would have chuck- to I have to get I have to give a, a shout out to Doctor Chakwas uh, in Matthew Oh too. yeah, Fantastic. definitely. Just it, it, the the moment where you get her the bottle of brandy and you guys just chill out and have fun and get shit faced drunk, like, and then you wobble around trying to get back to your room, that was fun. Just the the sincerity you get between Shaquas and you. I mean, she was, she's always there, even in Mass Effect Three, I believe. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. She's uh, she's fantastic, and uh, it's totally worth it. And uh, it's it's important. Um, uh, that in my, my very first uh, playthrough of Mass Effect 2, um, I, 
I, I in my context as a gamer, so I was kind of metagaming at the time, my very first mm-hmm. playthrough. Um, they're like, "Oh, all your people have been uh, have been abducted by collectors. Uh, we have to go get them." And I'm like, "Wait a second, this is gonna lock me into the end game. I'm yeah. not gonna do this. I'm gonna wait around and do some missions first. Yeah. And that ends up, you know, you're killing your whole crew. <laughs> um, so yeah, I had that definitely had to go back and redo that because <laughs> um, there's no way that you're you're gonna I'm gonna have Kelly Chambers and, and Doctor Chalk was dead. Yeah, I, I okay. So the you know in, in Mass Effect two, you if you were a girl, you couldn't really romance any other girls, which is really weird. Mm-hmm. I found that really just sucky. I mean, you could try and you could try and romance Samara, but then she's like just a car code, and then maybe if this was another lifetime, right. and then Morinth just kills you. Right. And then Tally, there was like a moment where you kind of like sh- there was. She she hinted like you know if I would share my suit with you, Shepard. Right, right. Um, yeah, and then but you uh, uh, and then obviously Kelly Chambers is uh, you can you know have some sexy times with Kelly Chambers in her in her leather outfit, <laughs> her funny little sorry outfit, but like you don't get the trophy for it or the achievement because she's not like a full character, I guess. Yeah, but I I, I just yeah. uh, I, I I I can't bring myself to care about about achievements. I try and I, I can't. I can't care. I do it for my second run through. Like the first time, I didn't care because mm-hmm. and, and I just romanced Kelly anyway. But then when I realized you didn't get it, I was like, oh, well, I guess I'm not gonna get that well, one. It's more important than than her romance. More importantly, I need her to feed my fish. Yeah. That that's the most vital aspect of mm-hmm. of that. Um, give me. I don't want them to die. Sec- give me one second. What? what? Okay. All right. Sorry. I'm back. Not a problem. Uh, yeah. So let's talk about let's talk about your favorite mission uh, in in Mass Effect Three. Then. Mm, my favorite mission in Mass Effect Three, apart from Mars, would be it that the whole like going to uh, the elusive men's base. Just yeah. just because Kit Kai Lang, like I wanted to slaughter him, so I and I got the chance. Fantastic. Just, yeah, fantastic scene. <laughs> um, wh- of of all the characters that you uh, bring along with you, which ones do you bring along the most in Mass Effect Three? Liara and Edie, or Liara and Tally. Interesting. So I in my in my first playthrough, I basically never brought Edie anywhere. Um, what what about Edie? Do you is it the decoy? Uh, her, it, her I was decoy? hesitant at first, but then like I had the option of Ashley or Edie mm. and I was like I'm taking Edie right because Ashley's basically a soldier kind of yeah and that's what I was so I didn't need Ashley I enjoy- I liked Edie because of her talent tree it it was mostly that she had the decoy ability and um, she had incinerate and overload that was big for me because I didn't have either right so right. Yeah. um and then when I got Tally, it was fine, but I still didn't. I don't think I got incinerate with Tally. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I I would say I would say that I play as an adept, so it, it's for me it's really important to have at least one other biotic there. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I I pretty much always either bring um, uh, Liara or Javik along. Um, because I, I really want to set off biotic explosions because that mm-hmm. does really the most damage possible. Yeah. I was really hesitant with Javik because I liked his like what he did, but I, I couldn't get how to play with him mm. with the the lift grenade and the dark channel. Oh, I, I dark s- channel does so much goddamn damage. <laughs> <laughs> like when I was playing my first run through, I was like, I don't know what what. Yeah, you have to you because because for for the for the first two games we spend so much time with with basically just you know we like you'll have some area of damage and just some straight you know um um you're just doing as much damage as possible um but in mass effect 3 they really introduced more um more powers that are damage mm-hmm. over time yeah so and you really have to you really have to adjust the way you play yeah i like i, I took james's carnage ability because right. i like that one i could choose and i probably should have taken something else but i was I was the the run head headstrong into the battle and just start shotgunning everything and pausing and using my abilities and then like I had Liara in the back and then Edie would just 
do her thing with then. So you're basically so playing cool. kind of like a vanguard. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, hey, I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna jump in the. I'm just gonna jump in this pile of enemies and start shotgunning people. That's why during multiplayer, that's all I play with vanguard because I'm just like I, I. That's that's my play style. Just head head first. Just I don't care if I die. Just it's as long as I can get a few kills. Yeah, you guys will res me, right? <laughs> right. Please. Yeah, I mean, I and, and, seconds. yeah, I mean, and that's the and that's the thing about about playing a, a vanguard in multiplayer is that you as you you have to play you have to play at least somewhat smart in that you have to keep near your allies because if you just run off and start vanguarding, you will eventually die. Period. No matter yeah. how good you are, you're gonna eventually die, and you're gonna be on the other side of the map, and nobody's gonna come and res you. <laughs> Yeah, I had I have moments where I accidentally like tap a button and I'm like no, because I'll, I'll biotic charge and I'll just be like <gasps> into the middle of a mass amount, like into a, a giant mech or or uh, what which the brute I would freaking slam into a brute on accident and then I'd just be like one swing and dead and I'm like oh or worse oh, charge great. a banshee. Oh. Don't even start. <laughs> 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 Fucking banshees. I, and I've had it happen so many times where, like, I'll try and find something else to lock onto to charge towards. And then, like, I'll accidentally slide my mouse over or my controller over and I just slam into a banshee. And I'm like, ah. And she sticks her hand through me and I'm dead. <laughs> like, that's great. So so you, you, you almost always play as, as uh, Vanguard in multiplayer? Almost, but I've started get taking a like liking to engineers. Oh yeah, they're real great. They're real, real fun to play. Your little, your yeah, your little, little decoy tech thing just does so much damage. Your yeah. little droid. And, and and that's the thing for for me is that you know you'll you'll at the very end of the game it'll be like okay you're you're here and then you know with with playing an adept especially if I'm playing one of my the Cerberus character uh an adept, or an Asari uh, adept uh you know Asari yes. adepts they're 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 great and you know they do a lot of damage and they and the, you basically you get a lot of kills um mm-hmm. because especially with biotic explosions um when you're playing when at least for me I mean I'm I'm, I'm okay at video games I'm not uh, by no means can I like carry a gold or platinum by myself uh, Me neither. <laughs> uh so yeah i i'm i'm you know okay not great um but uh with engineer because you're mainly a support class um i you don't you just for me i don't get as many kills i just don't get as much points um not that it matters because i don't care as long as i get paid you know at the mm-hmm. end of, uh i'm really just interested in getting up playing through and having fun and and getting more loot um but yeah, I just I it, it, the engineers are really fun to play, but they just don't get nearly as many kills for me as playing as a, an adept. Yeah, when I play my adept, like I I've made it so I think I only carry a pistol, but I just I I what is it? Um, when you throw the little biotic thing and it slams them away. I haven't played friggin' multiplayer in so long. Slams them uh, away. I don't know what you mean. Um, I'm gonna. I'm looking it up right now. It's, uh, frick! I have it. Um, okay, so uh, it's not pull. It's not shockwave. Warp singularity. No. Adept. Slam. Sl- uh, probably slam. That slams them into the ground. Oh, uh, throw. Sorry. Okay. Throw. Why couldn't I lift them and then I throw them and they just fly into a wall? That's my. F- and I made it so I can just constantly just do throw, mm-hmm. and people hate me because I just kill them right off the bat. <laughs> and they're like, "But I was prepared to step." I was like, "You should have been faster." Yeah. You know, Sorry. much in a similar way to Dark Channel, which which um, you which you can get with the with the with the cool N seven classes, um, uh, but much in a similar way, Reeve on the with the Drell Adept. Oh yeah. Fan, and what's great is that Reeve stacks. So you basically just keep casting Reeve, and, uh, mm-hmm. and it just destroys the the uh, the heavy the heavy people. So you just keep casting Reeve on on a brute or a banshee, and bam, it just it just strips them amazingly. Yeah, I there's a glitch though. The Reeve sound stays, oh, and no. it just keeps playing and playing. Especially in multiplayer, we ha- we would be doing a run through and then it'd be near the end like nobody has reeve on but it was just that sound like 
Yeah, yeah. I, I try to mute <gasps> as, as soon as possible. I just, I just mute the. I, I can't, I can't deal with, with uh, uh, uh oh, oh no! You, it was like, uh, your, your, your time's running out. I can't, I can't, I just the game noises in multiplayer. I can't take. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's no, it's not fun. Um, but what? So your classes, you you mainly play uh, Vanguard and Engineer. What would you say your favorite maps are, though? My favorite maps would be. I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget. I don't remember where, but uh, my favorite maps are. I like Hydra, Dagger, and Reactor, and oh, White. Oh, you like Reactor? Nobody likes I, Reactor. I love Reactor. I'm so good in it. <laughs> I mean, I hate it when there's banshees because you can't hide anywhere. It's but Geth for me, Geth in that uh, like whenever because I always just set oh, it to yeah. play to play what a random uh, yeah. enemies on random map, and it's always it always always spawns Geth in reactor, and you're in such tight corners where it's hard to get away fast. Yeah, and I always get caught with the goddamn pyro. Yeah, I I hate them. I hate them so bad. But but the ending. It's just easy because you're all huddled into one place and you all cover your, you, you cover your your, like entrances and or places that they can enter from, and you just all just if you play it, I guess, well you can easily exit. I don't like exiting in other game in other maps because I can get easily killed. Really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and, here, and here's the thing, like. Whenever you're at, uh, we're on wave eleven, and you're waiting for pickup. Um, everybody is is interested. Like everybody I play with is interested in going out and getting as many, you know, bump up their points and all that good stuff. For me, I'm like, I just need to stay away. I just need to stay alive for the next minute and a half. Yeah. I just need to stay near, uh, near the uh, the pickup point, uh, because the last thing I want to do is be the guy who dies. Uh, you know, gets smacked by a brute or one, you know, one hit killed uh, yeah. right before, and we lose full extraction. I there's these times when people they're like, I get it, you know, it's like a bronze mission, you can just run, run and like kill stuff. But when you die because you're too far away and we can't get to you, I there's moments when I just t- turn off my headset and I just start like throwing shit because. We were one away from full extraction. <laughs> you were the jerk that ran ahead and tried killing stuff and getting final kills. Ah. <laughs> yeah. So um. Yeah. I. I, mean, <sighs> I really. I. I'm, I really like the multiplayer maps. I'm so glad that they. They really bumped. Uh, they. They did really well. They. They bumped the number of maps up a lot with the, with mm-hmm. the with the DLC. Um. The the uh, re- most recent one, the Earth ones. I really love uh, London. Uh, Rio is tons of fun. Uh, Vancouver is okay. Uh, it's not. It's not bad. Um, yeah, but I, they're great. You know, the the uh, all all the maps. I'd say all of the DLC maps are are, are pretty fun to play, uh, with the exception of um, uh, what is it? is it. Um, Palavin, the the Palavin map. I hate Palavin. Oh god, yeah. That, I I the no Gath- matter the where I go, yeah. No matter where I go, I'm like hit. I I can't duck because then maybe there's a phantom behind me, or I don't know. Like I stay in that far right bottom corner and I just start sh- like shooting things and sniping things because I'm freaking out because I don't want them to come near me. Yeah. And when there's anytime the heavy comes out, it's like oh forget it. We all have to like corner it and try and kill it i just use my missiles because i'm like i don't want to deal with this i got stuck on palavin i'm using my missiles and i don't care yeah. i'll buy another one <laughs> damn it yeah uh absolutely yeah i, I the, the maps have been fun and i really really like the uh the dlc classes now you you were saying before you're like oh well, you know i can't talk about some of the classes because i haven't gotten them yet i'm with you uh i still like i i have i have you know i got it i got so lucky with the with the random number generator i got the um the fury the the n7 fury the adept uh n7 class and it, yeah. it is great it's fantastic i love it but i still like i don't have any vorcha still yeah me neither i still haven't gotten my damn just car do you know how much that makes me mad uh, the, <laughs> that's like the only one i want just is real good it's really good 
It's like I, I I keep trying and I keep trying and I get like weapon upgrades and I get maybe oh, like here, here's a shotgun I'll never use. I know, right? And 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 just uh, it bothers me. Like I don't need to max out my soldier, my human soldier anymore. I sorry, like give me another class. You know how long it took me to get a Krogan Battlemaster? Yeah, I still I still don't have a Krogan Battlemaster. I've gotten all the Batarian, like, just get Batarian no matter what, mm-hmm. which is fine because I like the Batarian soldier. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't have Batarian, so I have Batarian Sentinel, uh, mm. which is interesting. Um, but I, 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 the gun classes, I, I really can't do enough. I can't do, uh, because, probably it's my own fault because I'm so used to, uh, with with the with the uh, casting classes with 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 um, you know people that are use, you're using you're using tech or you're using biotics, uh, I'm used to basically you know setting off explosions. Um, yeah. When I'm doing weapons, I, maybe I'm just not good enough. But like I cannot with a soldier, I just can't do enough damage just with weapons. Yeah. It it takes a little getting used to. I spec like wholly towards health and and like power and and damage and i can one shot like if i think if we were playing cerberus i could one shot a regular footman just with my shotgun right yeah and and especially like sniping or i if i play an infiltrator i i can be i'm fine because you know i i I cloak and then i have time to line up a headshot Mm -hmm. with with a soldier you don't really you can't cloak, so they can see you the second you pop up. Yeah, uh, it's hard because if you're not careful, you'll die a lot. Right, and a that lot. that's really hard for me because, uh, especially like I'm sure it's a lot easier to aim uh, for headshots on the on the PC. But when I'm playing multiplayer, I'm almost always playing on the Xbox, and it it really is hard for me to aim headshots on the sniper yeah. rifle with with the control sticks. Yeah, I I play both the the PlayStation and the PC, and Jesus Christ, it's it's ridiculous. Like, seriously ridiculous how easily you can line up a headshot on the PC with my with my analog sticks. I'm like, what the hell? Why can I like I died so many times trying to play my veteran like run throughs on my my P, my PlayStation because I can't aim well or like I'll accidentally smack my thumb onto the analog stick and it'll just shoot me like i don't know backwards and i'm like oh that's great yeah snap me in the back <laughs> and but like because you have so much more control with your mouse and mm-hmm. stuff like that it's yeah um it's much easier to play on the pc yeah i i, I would agree i i recently have tried it out and uh you know graphics wise um i i found that the xbox 360 and ps3 versions um they're they're fine and and i don't I, there's not a huge graphics uh difference to me between the pc and, and the xbox however i would say the frame rate in the pc version is so much smoother oh yeah it is <laughs> it, it is it is velvety smooth on the pc uh and it is choppy as hell on the xbox 360 and ps3 yeah the don't even oh i thought the when i was playing through i guess i'd played too long on my playstation and i was lagging so bad on the final like you're on earth and you're talking to garris i couldn't walk across the bridge because it was lagging so bad and i just waited and waited for like 30 minutes for it to load properly so i could just walk and then oh what happens there's another cutscene, and then it has to load all over again so but on the on the pc it's just Boom, boom, boom. Opening doors or anything. There's, there's no lag time or load time. It's just it opens and opens and opens. Also, it, 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 the only time my console ever crashes is when I'm playing a Bioware game. <laughs> is it that? Mine? <laughs> I thought it was like this really big problem because the PlayStation, the moment I got it, I played for like a couple hours straight. And I couldn't play a lot because I had school and stuff the next morning. But damn. I, it crashed five times within a matter of four hours. How can that happen? And then on the PC, it's just fine. Like, uh, uh, <laughs> is the system just, like, dying? Yeah. But then I found out, like, everybody had the problem. So I, I guess it was just some kind of issue with bug. the yeah, game. Yeah, and also... Uh, Dragon Age, uh, Dragon Age uh, 2 specifically on, on the PS3, 
Man, is that crash. It crashes uh, pretty much every time I play that game. Really? Yeah, yeah, quite, quite <laughs> crashy, quite crashy. Yeah, because I just bought it because I wanted to have it on the PlayStation, so I guess I should prepare for getting angry. <laughs> yeah, but save often. Please save, save often. Yeah. It, is, there, is, it, is there an issue like Skyrim where you, if you autosave, um, it starts lagging even more? Or it's not, not, not like for that. me. For my, from in, in my experience, uh, the saving is fine. It's really um, and it doesn't affect the game all that much. What really it is when, when you're loading, you're going in between areas, or, or you know, hey, I'm, I came out of a cutscene and it starts loading. That's when that's when you crash. Mm, um, okay. It's lo- it's loading something and it crashes the system, and uh, then I have to convince my PS3 to shut off because <laughs> it doesn't want to, and I have to hold down the button until it finally kicks off yeah yeah so uh, unfortunate very unfortunate and uh yeah. you know it, same thing like uh kotor because obviously like people love kotor i love kotor kotor is it's tons of tons of fun it was it was a great game especially especially when you consider the time period it came out uh, in, you know in the early 2000s um it is completely revolutionary and and a fantastic game but man is that buggy it is the buggiest game that i have probably ever played Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Bioware is well known. Great, great games, great story, but they're uh, not so great at, at squashing bugs. Yeah, um, like yeah. I, I've realized. I, I wonder why they they just don't fix it. Mm. Because when you're when you're making a game, number one, um, they're not just making games for one platform so obviously you yeah. have multiple platforms that that adds a problem also because their game there's so many branching parts where if you're if your game is linear like if you're playing you're, you're making a mario game where okay well, I, I go here and then I, I beat this and then i go to the next place and then i go to the next place it's a lot easier to test and, and bug fix um when you're playing in a linear game when you're having yeah. all these different branching areas in a, in a bioware style game so um, it's difficult yeah a lot harder so let's talk about your favorite expanded universe content now let's talk about comics and books and uh, and um, maybe even uh what you hope to see in the uh, coming movies well my i've played the ios game and my stupid ipad totally like went batshit crazy and i lost everything so i have to replay it it's pretty fun yeah i really like it i i get so anal i'm like I have to get three stars, must get super. <laughs> and so, like, I play them for so long until I get, like, that th- the three star. And then I'm like, okay, next run. And I go to the next one. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I like the I like the iOS game. I really like the, the Datapad app yeah. because... <laughs> well, if it wasn't so laggy. <laughs> I know, I know, but I like it because... Well, I got my... Alone. Yeah, I got my iPad after I played Mass Effect on my PlayStation. Right. So now what's going to happen is when I do the run through on my PC again, um, I'll be able to get the emails like, Hey Shepard, blah, blah, blah. And I'll just oh, be able great. to smile and be like, yes, I'm finally getting the emails and, um, being able to use the, the galaxy map and do the missions when I'm not able to play. Right. It's, it's easy and good. Well, I, when when the game first came out and I was using the Datapad app, like I I basically you know I would keep I I kept my my um, readiness at you know close to one hundred all the time. And now I'm I, I mean I I will still go back and play Mass Effect three occasionally, and I just don't care because now they've lowered the 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 uh, what you need to have the effective uh, readiness. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it, it's so low that anything, anytime I'm, I'm playing, there's no need for me to have anything above fifty percent readiness. Yeah, that's I, that's true. Like uh, it's gotten so simple. But like now it's what you can you have to have three thousand. Yeah, something people. Like, it's something like that. Basically, if you if you're going to play the game, uh, you know, if you're going to play through uh, side missions, you you have no you'll have no problem whatsoever. Yeah, just even if it's so low, like I especially uh, with the DLC now. Oh, it gives you a lot more. It gives you substantial, uh, some some substantial stuff. And if you if you were, if you uh, chose to basically like not play some of the side missions, mm-hmm. uh, but you play that this, um, I, I'm trying to think. I, I can't even remember. It's it's quite. It's you know. It's it's probably maybe a thousand. Maybe 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 more like uh, six seven hundred. Damn. It's pretty substantial. 
Um, yeah. because yeah, and it, it, it's, uh, it's pretty great. Um, yeah. So, I mean, by, I think by the time in my main playthrough, I have like 8,000 effective readiness. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it's, it's huge. It's, it's way more than you need. Um, so yeah, it, it's, uh, it's pretty, it's pretty snazzy. The data pad app. Uh, I like it a lot. The iOS game, um, as long as you're not, you, as long as you know what you're getting in for, like, no, it is not a Bioware style game in that you're not making major decisions. You're not branching in the game. If you want a fun, uh, third person shooter, uh, in the Mass Effect universe, then yeah, it's re- it's a quite it, it's quite a fun game, and I think that the controls with on the iPad work really well. Yeah, I, which is, which is not something you can say for every for every game um, that that uses kind of a, a traditional game model. Um, sometimes the controls are really bad, but for this, especially like you know you're you're crouching, you're hiding behind walls, that works very well for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I agree. I, I like it a lot. Um, so let's talk about let's talk about the comics. Which what, what comic would you say is your favorite? I like Redemption mm. a lot. Redemption's good. Now, what ha, have you been reading the Homeworld comics? Not yet. I was actually going to go to my comic shop and see if I can order them, mm-hmm. but um, because Kamikaze's coming up this week uh, in two weeks, I'm trying to save all my money to see if maybe I can get it there. Right. It's a comic. It's a comic expo in LA. And it's, it's Stanley hosts it, and it's supposed to be pretty big. So if I can save my money and go and get it there, possibly cheaper, mm-hmm. I'll do it. But I I saw them put up the collector's homeworld signed, mm-hmm. and I kind of really want to buy it. Right. <laughs> so I'm just like, uh. Have you read? Have you read? Uh, 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 on the Have you tried on the on the Dark Horse app? No, there's a Dark Horse app. <laughs> oh, no. Dark Horse, there's an app on the i on the i on the iPad, um, and you can and you can buy uh, Dark Horse comics, which uh, that's what Mass Effect is 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 on Bioware comics are mm-hmm. through Dark Horse, and you can read all of your all of your comics there, right there, there, and then also not for necessarily for Mass Effect, but for other comics, uh, Comicsology is you know you're gonna get DC, you're gonna get Marvel, you're gonna get the yeah. main ones. Uh, yeah, I I read I'm reading the whole Walking Dead uh, saga. Uh, on uh, using my the Kindle app and it yeah. is fantastic. I, I I love reading comics on my iPad. So I definitely I definitely recommend that if 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 you're if you're not one of the collector type people who are interested in having oh I, I want to have a, a you know a bagged and boarded copy. Um, if you're just interested in reading the content, you can get the the. Uh, I mean, obviously you don't have to worry. Oh, is it sold out? Because you know it's digital, and yeah. also you're going to be able to uh, to view it and you know zoom in on things. It's it's great. Oh, yeah. I, I I appreciate it quite a bit. Now, have you read have you read the books as well? I'm working on it. I've got. I'm almost done with the first book. I've. I mean, I've got school and law school stuff. So it's so much reading already. Like if I try reading anything else, my brain fries and I start jumbling logic with Mass Effect stuff right. and it's really funny but um, I've gotten to a point in the novel where um, it's really interesting It's you, you, there's so much backstory and understanding and I love it because it. I, at first when I was playing the games I played Mass Effect 2 first then I played Mass Effect 1 and then like just it, I still was confused a lot but right. reading the books it's just like oh here's all the information you need the you could have read in the codex, but yeah, it's it's great. It's it's fantastic, and I think that um, especially if you if you think that somebody will really like the Mass Effect universe, but they're not gamers, um, the books, the book, the very first book is is I think a good way to gauge how their interest, um, because not only do you get is it the backstory like the beginning of of, of for all intents and purposes, what you're do- dealing with in the games, um, but it's also it's fun. Like the the three Drew Carpition novels are they're fun reads. Like and and no, they're not great literature. So I don't want to hear any 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 you know hipsters complaining. But it, they are fun sci-fi reads. And if you already like the Mass Effect universe, you're already sold. Like yeah, if you like Mass Effect, you'll like the books. Period. Because yeah. you get fun nerdy references and and Kali Sanders. I mean that makes. She's awesome. Yes, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, Kali said, and I think they handled her so well in in the game. 
mm-hmm. because people who haven't read the books, you know, she just seems like everything else. But for people who who have read the books or have read the novels, um, you really get to appreciate uh, dealing with her, meeting her as Shepard, and then talking to Anderson about her. It's really, I think, it's really well handled. Yeah. Um, so would you, would you recommend, uh, other people that are interested, uh, reading the books? Oh yeah. Like, uh, you, if you, I think if I had read the books before I had played the game, I would have loved the game even more just because I knew I would know so much more. You're already invested in Anderson and, and, and uh, Saren and such. Yeah. You, you, you get that Anderson is this guy who has been hardened through hardship and all these missions and you know that relationship. Real good with, guy. Yeah, and the relationship between him and Kali is just, it's solid because of what's occurred, and you don't question anything anymore. Like, if you were playing the game straight out, you'd kind of just be like, what? But then, if if you were kind of, like, touchy-feely, like, I don't know if I want to play it. I have a friend who's like that. Mm-hmm. We, me, and uh, we've been trying to get him to play, my friends and I, and... He's like, meh, 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 meh. But we, we're, we're going to make him read the books just to solidify. He's a big reader. We'll get him to read the books just to give him some background. And then I'm pretty sure because of the books, he's just going to start playing the games again. Sure. And, yeah. and for example, like my, my mother is a big reader, but she, she doesn't play video games. She's, you know, some 50 mm-hmm. some year old lady. Uh, she's, she, it just, she didn't grow up with them. It's not part of what she does, but she, she really liked the game of Thrones books. And I'm like, well, look, if you like the kind of like kind of magical, you know, uh, you know, uh, middle ages type stuff, why not read the dragon age books? And she yeah. read she read uh, the first one um, by uh, David Gator, the the Stolen Throne, and she liked it a lot. Like she's she's almost certainly never going to play a Dragon Age game, <laughs> but she read the books and she enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. So I I definitely think that it, it's worth if you're if you're already interested in the universe, definitely check that out. Definitely. So uh, what you have a plug any any you, you like to plug a website any 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 cool stuff your Twitter maybe? Um, I have uh, a website. I recently started an art Tumblr. Because um, I draw a lot, and it would always be nice to have more followers. My art Tumblr is called Rami-Artust.tumblr.com, R-A-M-M-Y-A-R-T-U-S-T.tumblr.com. And I just post doodles and stuff like that there. And my Twitter recently got changed because it was too long. And now it's Ram Cakes with two S's at the end instead of Rammy Cakes. So it's at R-A-M-C-A-K-E-S-S. Fantastic. Yep. So if you're interested, also I will have a link to uh, to uh, Rammy's uh, Twitter account right on the show notes at quadcast.net. So Rammy, thank you very much for coming on, talking about Mass Effect and all that good stuff. And Thanks I, for having me. I really, really appreciate it. And of course, I appreciate you guys listening. That's really great. And I, I like that a lot. So... For Quadcast, I'm Grant Bruner. Have a good one. Souvenez-vous, il y a eu disque avec un chien. Un chien qui porte une cravate comme un homme. Je veux dire, le chien est comme un homme. À la cravate, je suis Rick Springfield. Ici dans le bar. À la télé, il y avait un hôpital Et j'étais un médecin, un médecin beau Avez-vous vu ce programme? Est-ce qu'on dit programme? Je suis Rick Springfield Ici dans le bar
stop.